Well, Daniel Gordon supposedly is in this building. He was supposed to be in our studio about a minute ago. Hopefully he'll actually join us because we have a special guest, not only uh, in Daniel, who is host of our stunt show at 8 o'clock on Thursday night. Oh, here they are. Well, it's way past 8.15 on my clock. Sorry. <laughs> Don't worry, folks. I'm not yelling at Daniel. <laughs> Mary Mel Wallach is getting the brunt of the... Uh, Late start to our to our conversation. He is the host of a stunt show at eight o'clock tonight, which means, according to my calculation, listen very carefully, folks. According to my calculation, eleven hours and forty-five minutes from now, you'll be uh, tuned in and listening into one of the most uh, interesting things we've ever done on our Nahum Siegel Network, and that is uh, tonight's uh, big stunt show, which will emanate from the Center for Kosher. Co- the Center for Kosher Culinary Arts on Coney Island Avenue in Brooklyn, New York. In fact, its founder, Jesse Blonder, is with us live via telephone. And Daniel Gordon's going to be hosting, and believe it or not, he's going to be participating as well. Will we find out which of our network hosts is the best chef this evening? Yes or no? Let's speak to our guest. Daniel Gordon, welcome back to JM and the AM. Good morning, Nachum. Nice to speak with you, sir. It is great to speak with you. I hope you didn't eat breakfast and won't be eating lunch or dinner in preparation for this evening. <laughs> well, I don't know. You know, When there are experienced chefs involved, I would use that strategy. When there are rookies involved, I don't know if that's the most effective way of handling the day. What do you think? Well, we'll have to have you over for a Shabbos after you taste my food, and we'll see. Well, one second. Are you a ringer? Are you somebody who's cooking on a regular basis, and you have an informed Mark Zomik, Matis Wine guest, and Ellie Hagler about this? Well, I did inform all of them about this when I was on Matis' show uh, Hmm. earlier in the week. We discussed this. Uh, Mark Zomik apparently cooks. I heard, even heard a rumor he has his own uh, chef's jacket. Oh, that's cool. That's serious. And Ellie and I, you know, Ellie told me that he cooks because his wife, Shani, is a doctor right. and works all the time, so he has to cook. But that's more like peas and carrots for his daughter. That's all he does. Uh, something like, well, I mean, we'll find out tonight. So, <laughs> so you're claiming to be the real pro, but I guess we will find out tonight. Uh, so why is this, uh, before we go to Jesse, and we will speak with him in a minute, why is this... Uh, so important to you. How did this sneak its way into the stunt show uh, format that uh, you felt there has to be a cooking competition? It, it seems like you have a, I don't know, some type of personal, I don't want to say vendetta, but like a, a personal journey associated with all of this. Why is that? So I love to cook, um, and unfortunately I don't get the time to it. I do do most of the meat and poultry um, in Aviva in my home. And the reason I did this was because I always saw on TV... Uh, chopped and all these other competitions. And right. the first thing that always struck me about those competitions is how difficult it would be if it was kosher. Right. And then I heard that the Center for Kosher Culinary Arts did this date night competition. Right. So I said, well, they have it right because all of us kosher people want to do these types of competitions and they make it possible. Right. Now, that means we don't get milk and beef. That right. means we may get coconut milk. Who knows? Right. Um, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm just trying to get the ingredients out of Nahum. I'm not sure he even knows. But um, we're trying right, to Right, because the, the ingredients tonight are only missed. In a basket, just right. like chopped. Yes. Mystery basket. 35 minutes to cook them. In fact, I think there's only one that's been leaked out. I think there's only one ingredient that has actually been leaked out. B- well, I, I don't know of any. All I know is that Manischewitz is the uh, sponsor of this event, Correct. so there will be broth. Right, oh, so, they, so you do but that's know. Not, but that's not a required ingredient, I heard. Unless unless I'm learning something for the first time, uh, it's not a required ingredient. Let, let's bring in Jesse Blonder. Already there's a controversy here this morning. Jesse Blonder is founder of the Center for Kosher Culinary Arts. Jesse, welcome to JM in the AM. Morning, Nachum. Morning, Daniel. How are you guys? First of all, do we allow ringers in the competition? Because I just discovered in front of tens of thousands of people that Daniel actually knows how to cook. 
ringers are strictly prohibited, so we'll have to find somebody to replace Daniel this morning. I'm sorry, Daniel. But last time I was at the uh, Center for Kosher Culinary Arts at a date night with my wife, I lost. You lost? Uh, I, I lost. I think you're I was, a pro. How'd you lose? Some people call it being robbed. I call it losing. You know, some people I, call it losing. I think he threw it personally in preparation for this, but I guess we'll find out. Later. What, what did you cook the night you lost? What was the? It was there was chicken breast. Yeah. There was uh, radish. Right. Um, there was pomegranate juice. Wow. Uh, there was some other interesting stuff and and zucchini right. and uh, we made the only chicken breast that was not overcooked allegedly and we made pickled radishes and and you still went down to went down to well, still I went mean, down whatever well, still, I still went still down lost. Yeah, still lost yes <laughs> uh, Jesse were you a yeah. judge that night uh, I was not a judge that mm. night um, I, I I pop in and out to be a judge and uh, depending on how the food looks that's the, the joy of being an owner is that you can opt to judge or not depending uh, on how the plates look so up. that was a rough night huh <laughs> <laughs> right exactly oh we also had I'm miso sure by the way so you, so you lost to a bunch of people that had no clue what they were doing that's not true if I remember correctly the people who won were amazing it was, it was a couple they live in Queens yeah. um, and they, they we, we also had miso paste, right. which is one of the most disgusting things on its own. Yeah. You have to like really uh, use right, it. You have to do that. And they made like a miso blondie as what? part of as like a dessert because the, the the woman had made blondies like for Shabbos and right. this was on a Sunday. So if I cheated. They they certainly cheated. Um, but <laughs> n- no bitterness. But it, it was it was really the food is actually very good. Interesting boy. Oh boy, listen to this guy. Uh, giving a nice compliment to one of his competitors. We don't always see that on the stud show, do we? <laughs> you probably won't see it tonight. <laughs> I would guess not. Center for Kosher Culinary Arts is the scene this evening for the stud show. Will Daniel Gordon, Mayor Fertig, <laughs> Mayor Fertig, now I have Fertig in the competition. Will Daniel Gordon, Ellie Hagler, uh, Matis Weingast, or, um, or um, Mark Zamek emerge as the winner of the uh, Chef uh, Kosher Chopped Competition? Um, here at the Nahum Siegel Network. That's the big question. And th- not only will you be able to hear it at 8 o'clock on our stream, you'll be able to see it if you go to NahumSiegel.com with our Ustream video of the uh, event. Uh, Jesse, what are you expecting? You know, there's a rumor that one of the participants tonight, not necessarily do I have to say who it is, but there's a rumor that one of the participants tonight has a unique style. And they like to really, uh, uh, in terms of creating what the plate looks like at the end of the competition, they like to really pile on the food, which is which is not always the greatest approach. But you know, you, you may be seeing some very different types of things this evening. Well, I'm looking forward to it. I'm not sure if the quantity over quality strategy is going to work <laughs> with our panel of distinguished judges. Very good. But uh, it's one way to go. Um, I think that. We, you know, we grade on creativity, presentation, and taste, of course. Right. So those are the three, those are the three main, um, uh, parameters. And as long as they do well in at least one of those, <laughs> we hope. they should be okay. Everyone has their specialty. Hopefully, uh, each plate will at least taste good. If not taste good, then look good. If not look good, then be, um, at least interesting enough warrant a good score. Jesse Blonder is Managing Director, Co-Founder, and Owner at the Center for Kosher Culinary Arts. All right, tell us about the center. How long has it been around? Sure. So we started five years ago. Wow. Um, I believe it was October of 2007. And we do a combination of things. We do professional training for people who are interested in doing this as a living, becoming chefs or pastry chefs or bakers or what have you. That's the bulk of what we do. But then we also do a lot of this recreational programming, which is a uh, 
the class that Daniel came to, the date night couples competition, that was part of that. How often does that happen? How often do you do that? We do those often. We do those night times. We do those mostly Shabbos in the winter. We do them on Sundays. We also do private parties. And the most popular option for our private party is a competition. Boy, people like to cook that much. Unbelievable. They, they, you know what? They like to compete that yeah, much. That's and true. it's funny because we often get families and it's so interesting to see. Every family has its own dynamic. Sometimes it's wild and crazy. Sometimes it's super serious and they're super focused. And it's it's great. We have a lot of fun. This is probably one of the most fun events that we do. Uh, information. How do people find out more about the Center for Kosher Culinary Arts? Uh, best way is online, kosherculinaryarts.com. They can also they can pop in if they're in Brooklyn. We're on Coney Island Avenue in the Midwood section of Brooklyn. This summer we'll also be in Manhattan offering classes out of Ramaz Middle School. Nice. So if you don't like to schlep to Brooklyn and you live in Jersey or the city or somewhere closer, please check us out there this summer. All right, that's good to know. Um, are you waiting for the day when one of your students becomes one of the world's most famous chefs? Are we on that road? I, you know what? I think so. We've had some guys open restaurants successfully in the past uh, couple of years, and I think that it's all it takes is the right person, hardworking, sophisticated palate, dedicated. It's time. I definitely think that's going to happen. What do you think of the comment Daniel alluded to this earlier, how much more difficult it is to cook kosher? I mean, if chefs from our community were you know, up up against some top people, they have a tremendous advantage with what they're able to use and how they're able to cook things, right? Well, I think if a person who keeps kosher and cooks kosher exclusively was put in a competition with other people that have all those other ingredients, then perhaps... But I think if you're used to cooking kosher your whole life and that's that's what you know, then there shouldn't be any boundaries because that's you know, that's your universe and that's what you have to deal with and therefore you can do many interesting things. And I don't I don't buy the fact that kosher is a limitation. I think that plenty of great things can be done with kosher cuisine. Well, very good words of encouragement. That goes beyond the uh, food industry, frankly, the way, yes. you, the way you just put that. Uh, do you have a signature dish? If I went to Chef Blonder's uh, home, I'd be treated to what? Well, gosh, I'm so busy these days, I barely get a chance to do anything. But I really like to grill. I like to barbecue. Um, I like doing whole fish. So if you came and you were my guest, I'd probably grill or smoke up a whole fish for you. Very nice. So if I if you were if you were handed a fluke, you'd be able to repair it in the most amazing way. Oh yeah. No question great. about it. Wow. The local fish cooks up great every time, absolutely. All right, Jesse, we look forward to tonight. Jesse Blonder, okay. myself, and Naomi Nachman and Schiffer Klein of uh, Joy of Kosher all will be judges tonight. And uh, no doubt we will survive to tell the tale of, <laughs> right. of what happened on a Thursday evening at the Center for Kosher Culinary Arts. Thank you, uh, Chef Jesse. My pleasure. CKCA, the Center for Kosher Culinary Arts. Quite a unique concept, huh? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited. I was trying to, since you are two of the four judges, I was going to ask uh, if, what your preferences are. In the, you know, well, that would be cheating. Not cheating. It just would be uh, an unfair advantage. Last I checked, I have Ellie Hagler freaking out on the phone line. Last I checked, there are you know tens of thousands of people listening. So Ellie Hagler and Mark Zomick and uh, Matis Weingast could listen just as I can. Yeah, you know, in other words, they'd have the same access to my preferences. You're saying. Right, but you know me. I'm a, I'm a, I'm, I'm a. Ju- Speaking of food, I'm a judge who could be described as a chicken. You know me. Everyone's <laughs> gonna end up with the same grade anyway. <laughs> Just kidding, of course. <laughs> <laughs>
if there's if there's a dish that's far beyond the others, you'd all give it a, an appropriate grade. Come on. There's a there's a Jewish history teacher somewhere in the uh, in the Teaneck Bergenfield area yeah. who I think is also sometimes considered a softie. Yeah. Uh, I guess your children will find out shortly. What same uh, same grade system? No, I, he 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 likes his students. Um, this, of course, referring to my father-in-law, who I believe teaches two of your children. Right. And uh, and uh, you know he he's very fair, but uh, he certainly is a very nice guy. Right, but uh, what you're alluding to is that everyone gets the same grade. That's what you're saying. No, 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 no. <laughs> we wouldn't want to say that. And, and the proof would be in the pudding. Wouldn't it, we be well, able to, we'd be able to analyze those numbers. And you have two. Right. So, so you'll I, find out soon enough. I get a head start on that analysis. <laughs> anyway, uh, Daniel Gordon is, uh, what are we now, 11 and a half hours away, uh, finding out who the uh, incredible chef is. Have you? Have you, does it even bother or I should say, does it even pay to think about what the ingredients could be like? You're going through your mind. If I'm giving an if I'm given an obscure vegetable, I'll go this way. If I'm given an obscure, you know, topping or coating, I'll go this way. Are you just, you know? So it's actually interesting. Ellie Hagler and I were having this conversation recently, and we each have our own. I don't know what his is, but I, I'm willing to tell my strategy um, before because to the public. Yeah, why not? What's your strategy? My strategy is whatever the main ingredient is. Yeah. It's, it can it, either be poultry, meat, right, fish. Right. Uh, I'm going to try to put as much flavor as possible and focus as much on that. And then, I think, at least from on the surface, you got to puree something for right. a different texture. Right. Sometimes usually a vegetable. And then you got to make something crunchy. <sighs> Come on, you have an unfair advantage. Sounds like you know what you're doing in the kitchen. And I will tell you <laughs> that no matter what, something will be pickled this evening to get redemption for my pickled radishes when I was at the Center for Kosher Culinary. So it's all about correcting the past. Huh? This is, and... and Hopefully earning something for the future because the winner gets quite a prize tonight. The winner is a $150 gift certificate to Jay Soho, downtown Manhattan. That's an incentive. And that I'm is ver- an incentive. And I'm very excited because having been there right. with uh, with the network, I learned a couple things. I learned that I love their food, but my wife's palate was not as sophisticated for their food. So it looks like I'll get $150 worth <laughs> of, uh, of eating if I win. Or as we call it, a double portion. You'll be eating. Or triple. Or maybe even triple, right. All right, that's the story, folks. Uh, uh, check out our website. Uh, certainly all day long, but, but without a doubt, make sure to check it out at 8 o'clock tonight on the stream at jmdm.org. Uh, four well-known people from the Nahum Siegel Network are going to be going head-to-head in a cooking competition at the Center for Kosher Culinary Arts. There will be actual video footage of the event on starting at 8 p.m., which means you could uh, uh, check it out not only with the audio but the video as well and see what's happening as it's being filmed. And um, the winner, Jay Soho, $150 gift certificate. A big thank you to Manischewitz. The only ingredient we know about so far is a type of Manischewitz broth, which I'm sure has thrown you off completely from all your plans. Well, I mean, vegetable broth is a very diverse ingredient, but I will tell you one thing. I am almost positive that I will be very thirsty during the competition, and I'm contemplating drinking some vegetable broth. Very good for you. But that wouldn't help you in terms of winning the whole thing. It would give me energy. It would re-energize you? I think so. It would get you through the final 15 minutes of the whole thing? I will tell you, I'm very nervous about the timing. I think people don't realize, even though people cook on time constraints all the time, Shabbos is in an hour. Right. If there's something but different. But this is what, like a half hour? You got thirty-five have whole, minutes. That a whole thing has to be done with plating, two yeah. plates, one for the judges and yeah. two for the judges, and then to share. You should have lobbied to have it like a three-four hour competition. It's much easier to do it under. Yeah. I'm the time. general manager at the network. Uh, for some reason, told me we couldn't do that. When you're given an assignment, you're working in the uh, president's office at Yeshiva University. This is true. So did they ever say to you, "I need a speech in thirty-five minutes"? They would never do that. Uh, yeah. I in mean, thirty-five minutes. I mean, President Joel is an incredible, incredible. I speaker. need a presentation in thirty-five minutes. Yeah. Why not? And you like would, the West Wing. And you'd be able to do it in 35 minutes. 
We could certainly try. So tonight won't scare you in the least. You're always under this type of, of time constraint and pressure. Yeah, but there are certain things about this type of time uh, you know, that that I think are difficult. One is the difference there is even though there's research and stuff to be done, there's a lot of a lot of the prep work is already done. Pres- mm. Hopefully, even if they say we need a presentation thirty five minutes, you have some background information right. here. You open it, you, the basket. You have to think. You have to prepare them. If you have to peel a vegetable or peel a fruit or cut something, that all takes into the time. Even if it takes thirty seconds each, all of a sudden you're looking at minutes piling up that that you don't get back. Uh, for the rumor is that you're going to be at an MBA program at NYU. This is true. I actually got in yesterday. That's uh, Mazel Tov. Thank you very much. That's the rumor. And uh, I, I, I want you to be prepared for the fact, and that's why tonight's a very good, a very good uh, training ground. I want you to be prepared that an assignment in the NYU MBA program might be, think of a presentation in 35 minutes. And then... That could happen. And know. maybe my presentation will be cooking. <laughs> think about that. I can bring it all together. Uh, yes, yes, yes. And cook in the president's office. <laughs> well, I, I've, I've actually never done that. I've cooked in the president's home before. We yes. actually did for his son's birthday. We did a chopped competition. And what did you make? Well, well... First of all, the teams were supposed to be random. It was four couples, and it ended up being three of one gender and one and three and one. So we just swapped, and we did a male-female competition. Right. Um, obviously, uh, the males won. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we cooked salmon. We cooked chopped meat. We, we actually, for that competition, did three separate courses. We had an hour and a half to cook, and we got all the ingredients at the beginning, but each course had specific items allotted to it. Unbelievable. And we, and, and we won by... More than one point. Well, obviously you won, because if you didn't win, we would have heard about that for the last half hour. So, <laughs> so for the last six months. Right, exactly. exactly. So obviously you won that night. <laughs> All right, there you have it, folks. And uh, one of the things we have to recommend now, a kitchen in the president's office, because that, then you'd be able to do it on the spot in the office. Def- uh, listen, I, I'm more than happy to add that to my job description. <laughs> um... All right, there you have it. Daniel Gordon, Mark Zamek, Matis Weingast, Ellie Hagler. Uh, Did you cook, Nachum? No, I mean, very limited. Very limited. Peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, that's about it. Maybe a scrambled egg or something. Um, people like to do what they're good at. That's why it's going to be interesting to see tonight who enjoys the competition who does not. I think we'll all have a good time. That's, that's, all right. That's, listen, we don't have to eat the food after you do. But, so. I, but I know if I was a competitor, I would not be enjoying it because I, I just don't know what I'm doing. I don't, you know... It's the old two left feet. So I guess in this case, two left hands. But I just, you know, we'll find out. Go ahead and make a gourmet dish, or what is the equivalent, you know, at my level, a gourmet dish out of random ingredients. You could make a sandwich. That's very popular. Yeah, why don't they do that, Taka? That's very listen. Sandwich making. There's a whole show on the Food Network now. All sandwiches. They should do that. What kind of bread to use? With what kind of ingredients? Toasting, not toasting. Maybe if I think of strategies in advance, maybe I would actually participate. Um, and by the way, uh, as Ellie Hagler would say, I, uh, now that I think about it, I'm actually very good at that. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Just a bold prediction. Ellie Hagler, if it, th- this is the most bold prediction. We will establish a chazaka tonight that Ellie Hagler is always in second place. Because he lost to Esti Ackerman at table tennis, as you'll recall. He lost to Daniel Gordon at Papa Shot up at Yeshiva University, as you'll recall. And tonight you're predicting that he will go down to somebody in the Kosher Culinary Arts Center in Con- on Coney Island Avenue. That, that's, well, yeah, I listen, Ellie is a good friend of mine. We've known each other a long time. Um, I know Mark and Matis for a little less time, and I will say that 
Ellie, I've never seen Ellie win anything. Um, he's always put up a good fight. I've never seen him actually win any competition. But he's told us that he's like Mr. Winner. I wasn't at Camp Stechemet in the he whatever bo- He bowled a 301. You know about that? I, I, apparently he did. <laughs> but when we offered to do a Nachum Siegel's network bowling, it was, I don't know, my arm, my this. We'll see. We'll see is right. All right, good luck tonight, Daniel. Everyone pay careful attention to the website as we are hours away from finding out who wins the uh, kosher chopped competition. Thank you to the Center for Kosher Culinary Arts. Thank you, Manischewitz. Thank you to everybody who has played a role in participating tonight. Thank you, Jay Soho, for providing the prize of a $150 gift certificate. And we wish them a happy anniversary because uh, they're celebrating their first anniversary next week uh, in Lower Manhattan.